the bakers of Weber's Bread present your all-star Western theater. Drifting along, singing a song From Hollywood comes your all-star Western theater. Starring America's great Western singers, Floy Willing and the Riders of the Purple Sage. Our guest star for today is the Western Screen's great action star, Johnny Mac Brown. Now, here are the Riders of the Purple Sage. I love to wake and yawn and face the crimson dawn that means that night is gone. Along the wagon trail that big old blazing sun is coming on the run. There's work that must be done. Along the wagon trail, yippee lazy cowboy, hit the saddle, yippee lazy cowboy. Got to herd them longhorn cattle, soon the moon will pale and down the canyon veil, we'll hear the coyote wail. Along the wagon trail, I wouldn't trade this life of mine for the life of a millionaire. Though it's rough and it's tough, but I love it just the same. The Indian jail and the chaparral and the birds up in the air Are a part of the heart of the life of a wagon train I love to wake and yawn and face the crimson dawn That means that night is gone Along the wagon trail that big old blazing sun Is coming on the run, there's work that must be done Along the wagon trail, you be a lazy cowboy Get the saddle, yippee-yay, lazy cowboy. Got to herd them longhorn cattle, soon the moon will pale and down the canyon trail. We'll hear the coyote wail along the wagon trail. When there was trouble out in the open range in the days of the great cattle kingdoms, the cowpunchers strapped on their six guns and traveled in pairs when they rode fence or hunted for the lost strays. The cowboys had a fierce loyalty toward the brand that employed them. And a rancher who was on the square with his men could expect them to back his play every time. Today, famous Weber's Bread is popular because the bakers of Weber's Bread are on the square with the public they serve. Weber's makes certain that the quality of its bread is always consistent. When you buy a loaf of Weber's Bread, you can be sure that you can always depend on it. Depend on Weber's Bread being well-mixed and well-baked, that its firm, even texture and distinctive flavor will always add extra enjoyment to every meal. Buy a loaf of Weber's Bread next time you go shopping. You'll like it. Boy Willing and the boys turn to another of those grand heart ballads for your Western listening pleasure. They sing another of the songs they've helped make so famous throughout the country. The writers of the Purple Sage and Name to a Memory. Makes no difference if we two are far apart, dear. I could never, ever love. Somebody new Cause there isn't any room Inside my heart, dear 
While I'm chained to a memory of you I could never tell another I belong to them All the whispered words of love Would not be true I could never tell another That I long for them Cause I'm chained to a memory of you Western stars the screen has ever known. He's made millions of friends and fans and has achieved the reputation of being one of Hollywood's most successful stars. Ladies and gentlemen, your all-star Western theater is happy to bring you America's hard-riding, straight-shooting star of the Western screen, Johnny Mac Brown. Our guest star is heard in the story of the West, written especially for him and entitled, The Man from Alabama. Hard Rock is a ghost town today, yet 50 years ago it was the wildest, wickedest boom town from the Mississippi River to the shores of San Francisco Bay. Let's go back to the decade just before the turn of the century. Conditions have become so intolerable that the respectable citizens of the town have decided to take action. Caleb Turner, president of the Hard Rock State Bank, has been appointed a committee of one to deliver an ultimatum to Sheriff Dave Belton. Now we don't want to be unreasonable or unfair, Sheriff, but something's got to be done. We got a new school teacher coming out in a few days, an Eastern girl from back in Wisconsin. How long do you think we can keep her here if she's going to be in solid every time she walks down the street? Well, the boys do talk a little rough sometimes, Mr. Turner. A little rough, did you say? And what have you done about those robbers that have held up the stage four times in the last two months? Well, I'll tell you what you've done. Absolutely nothing. Now, it's got to stop, Sheriff. 
Twice my bank has lost shipments of money from Denver, and twice the gold bars from the smelter have been taken. Well, I've done my best, Mr. Turner, but I just can't have... Then get someone who can. That's what I was fixing to bring up. I know an hombre that's so fast with his six guns, he can snuff a candle and draw and empty them both before the lights go out. You know him, eh? Who is he? I can't say that I actually know him, but I know all about him. Young fellow by the name of Cherokee Red Simmons. Yeah? Came from uh, somewhere down around Alabama. Where is he now? Last I heard, he was down in Tombstone, Arizona. Seems like he just drifts around wherever there's liable to be a rookus. And get in touch with him at once. Enough for him whatever it'll take to bring him here. The Citizens Committee has authorized me to spare no expense. We're determined to make this town a fit place to live in. I'll send him a telegram tonight, Mr. Turner. If we can get him, I'll guarantee you he'll turn hard rock every way but loose. Well, it, it looks like you two's the only passengers for the stage for hard rock. Uh, say, you must be the new schoolmarm. <laughs> I'm flea bit. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, oh, it ain't a condition, ma'am. It's my name. Uh, what's yours? Why, it's Linda Gerald. Hmm. And what might your handle be, stranger? It's Rusty. Rusty, eh? Hey? Mm-hmm. Uh, well, all right, Rusty. Suppose you pump Miss Gerald's paw and tell her you're proud to meet up with her. Then you can both climb aboard and we'll shake, rattle, and roll out of here. How do you do, Mr. Gerald? How do you do? How far is it to Hard Rock, Mr. Leavitt? Well, about uh, 22 miles, ma'am, with most of them standing on age. <laughs> but don't you fret yourself none now. Barn flood, fire, tornadoes, earthquakes, or road agents, we'll get there. Yes, ma'am, we'll get there if nothing don't slip nor come unraveled. Yeah. Halfway point, folks. 11 miles behind us and 11 more miles to go. Get out of here. I beg your pardon, but I can't help but ask you something. How do you suppose our driver ever was given such a strange nickname as Fleabit? Hmm. I reckon it's on the count of his whiskers, ma'am. You mean the fleas get into his whiskers? No, no, no ma'am. Uh, what we call a, a flea-bitten gray is a horse that, uh, that's gray with sorrow spots. Uh, did you notice the driver's whiskers? Oh, I see. Is this your home out here? I mean, your original home? No, ma'am. My home's in Wisconsin. Have you ever been in Wisconsin? No, ma'am. Oh, this is the first time I've ever really been out west. I'm terribly excited. Oh, but they don't have holdups and things like that anymore, the way they did in old days, do they? I'm afraid they do, ma'am, sometimes. Oh. What would you do if we were suddenly held up by a whole band of masked men who demanded your money or your life? Just as they do in those dreadful dime novels little boys read. Well, that'd depend, ma'am. On what? Well, on a heap of things. Uh... Get your hands high and keep them high, old timer. There's a hold up. Whoa, boys. Hold up. Look. Look, those men. What shall we do? I do just like they tell you to. There are seven of them, and they've got the drop on us. You inside there. Come out with your hands high. Uh, just like he says. Keep them two covered, Jim. Yeah. I want that sack of double eagles you're carrying in the box, old-timer. And don't reach for that carbine if you want to stay healthy. No, I ain't carrying no... Shut up and get it out. You got $30,000 there. Jim, come here. Tom, 
You two lift it down and drill that old pilgrim if he tries anything funny. Now, uh, let's see what we got here. All I have is $40 in my purse. Hand it over in the purse, too. Here, here it is. What's that pin to your shirtwaist? It's a watch. But it isn't worth anything. It was my mother. Unpin it. Oh, please. It's a keepsake. Please don't take it. Tear it loose, Jim. Sure, boss. Oh. Now, what do you got? $126 in my left hip pocket. That bed. Now, take it, Jim. Sure, boss. I got it. Okay. Now, get back in that stage and stay there for 15 minutes. Anybody that tries to follow us will get hurt bad. All right, boys, let's travel. Get up there. Go on. You call yourself a man. You just stood there and let those men take my watch. The watch my mother left me. I'm sorry, ma'am. What would you have me do? I don't know. But anything except just stand there... I thought when I came out west, I'd find some real men. But if you're a sample, you're a coward. You're nothing but a coward. I don't think you even know how to use those pistols you're wearing. Now, hold on there, little lady. You're looking for the bug under the wrong chip. When a hombre takes picks on seven gents that's a toting guns, he ain't brave. He's just a plain teetotal garden variety darn idiot. And you're just as bad. Hmm. You let those thieves steal $30,000 without making the slightest effort to stop them. You darn bet you I did. My pappy didn't fetch up no foolish youngins. <laughs> Miss Gerald, you asked me a little bit ago how long I was planning to stay in Hard Rock, didn't you? What if I did? I just thought I'd tell you I'm staying so I can hand you your watch back. not its actual value, Sheriff. It... Well, it belonged to my mother. I'll do my best, Miss Gerald. I got a man who'll be here any day now that'll get it if anybody can. I'll put him right on it as soon as he shows up. Oh, thank you, Sheriff. I'll appreciate it very much. Good night. Good night, Miss Gerald. What'd you lose, Rusty? $126 and a heap of self-respect. How about turning me loose on those road agents, Sheriff? Gerald was real set on getting a watch back. Sorry, Rusty. I got a ring-tail snorter coming in for that job. Is it true, Sheriff, the stage was hell up again? I'm afraid so, Mr. Turner. Oh, the bank had $30,000 coming in on it. This is the last straw, Sheriff. Have you had any word from your man yet, that Cherokee Red Simmons? Not a word. Then try and get in touch with him again. If you can't find him one place, try another. I warn you, Sheriff, if you don't accomplish something soon, our committee will be forced to take drastic action. I warn you, Sheriff, if you don't accomplish something soon, our committee will be forced to take drastic action. If it's a fair question, Sheriff, who might that old turkey gobbler be? Oh, that's old Caleb Turner, president of the Hard Rock State Bank. He's just the man I want to meet. I'd like to rent one of his safe deposit boxes, if he's got any. Well, I'll be proud to make you known to him in the morning, but say... Uh, I know what you're thinking, Sheriff. No, they didn't get all I was told. $2,000 and a money belt they never noticed. Nice little bank Turner's got here. Yeah, we're right proud of it, Rusty. He's even got a private office. That's it right ahead of us. Right on the road. That's right, Mr. Turner. 
Wait a minute, Sheriff. Five thousand is the exact sum, Mr. Deaver. Well, I'll maybe be needing some more in a couple of weeks or such a matter. Any time at all, Mr. Deaver. Glad to have your business at any time. Come on, Sheriff. I just happened to think of something I've got to do first. Sounded like Turner was busy. We can come back later. Why, well, he'll be finished in just a minute or two. I'm not in any rush. Who was that fellow Turner was talking with? Paul Deaver? Why? Oh, I thought for a second his voice was familiar. I reckon I was wrong, though. What's this Deaver do? Owns a big saloon and gambling house over near the diggings at Hangtown. Hangtown? Yeah. Fifty miles west of here, but still in the county. Well, it don't sound like a place for Sunday school to hold a picnic. You can bet it ain't. And Deaver's bad medicine. Meaner and a sidewinder and twice his poison. Well, it's a crooked layout, huh? Crooked in a dog's hind leg. I got no doubt he's guilty of every crime and misdemeanor in the book, including murder. Keeps a half a dozen to a dozen gun slicks around him all the time. Why, there ain't a man in the whole county that ain't afraid of you. Including you, Sheriff? Well, uh, I ain't ashamed to admit that I'll leave him alone. Besides, I got my hands full right here in Hard Rock. Rusty, yonder comes this school, Marm. I'm a-getting before she takes me apart again to see what makes me tick. Hello, Miss Gerald. Miss Gerald, I'd admire for you to listen for just a minute to what I have to say. I'm afraid nothing you could say would be of interest to me. Maybe so, ma'am. I never was much a hand to doubt a lady's word. What I wanted to tell you was, I'm satisfied I know where your watch is. Oh? Where is it? I can't say right now. I thought as much. Good morning, Mr. Rusty. Listen to me, please. I'm going after it right now. What I wanted you to know was, if I don't bring it back, it won't be for the lack of trying. I'm afraid you've been reading those dime novels I spoke about. What do you intend to do? Walk boldly into the bandit's lair and say, I want that watch you stole from my fair companion. Yes, ma'am. Something like that. (laughs) Miss Gerald. I, I was I was taught to respect ladies, but you call me a coward, and now you're laughing at me. Get this: I don't give two hoops and a rain barrel for for you, and the same two hoops for your watch. But you're going to get them back just the same. That tenderfoot that was on the stage the other day. Great suffering snakes. Either he's plumb ignorant or else he's got more nerve than good sense. I'll take care of him. Howdy, stranger. Something I can do for you? Your name Paul Deaver? If it ain't, folks have been calling me by the wrong handle for a right smart spell. What business you got with me? I got a bill here I'm aiming to collect. Read it. Tall Diva, Hangtown. Stolen from me, $126. Stolen from Miss Linda Gerald, $40. Total, $166. Also stolen from Miss Gerald, one lady's gold watch. What kind of a bluff are you trying to run on me, stranger? No bluff, Diva. You're going loco? Not that I know about. Why? Because no man talks to tall diva like you're talking without reaching for his guns. That's what I've been hearing. Then you're asking for it when I kill you. That's right. When does the killing start? When I'm ready. 
being as you're a stranger, I'll give you a break. I'm counting to five before I draw on you. Stand back, boys. Start saying your prayer, pretty boy. There ain't nobody out there as tall. Shut either. up, Jim. One, two, three. You better start reaching. I'm waiting on you, Beaver. Keep counting. Four. Go on. Well, by grave, stranger, I like your nerve. How about coming to work for me? Keep counting, Beaver. You just got one more number to go. You lost your brains, man. I'm giving you a break. I'm not looking for favors. I heard sheep before I put him with you. Now, are you going to reach for your guns or are you just going to stand there? Ah, Don't give me the rest of you. Trying your funny notions. Now, where's that watch, Deaver? I ain't got it. Uh-huh. That one just cropped your ear, Deaver. But so help me if you don't tell me where that watch is. The next will be aimed someplace else. I ain't got it. Don't shoot. I'll tell you who has got it. Get on your horse, Pete, and ride to Hard Rock as fast as you can make it. Tell the big boss Tall is filling everything he knows. You know, I couldn't sleep a wink last night, Sheriff. I was laying in bed thinking over the whole situation. And all of a sudden it came to me. Doesn't it seem strange to you this rusty fellow made no effort to protect a charming lady like Miss Gerald the other day? Well, no, I can't say that it does, Mr. Yeah. Turner. After all, he was looking into the business end of a half a dozen Winchester. Yeah, I know, but what do you know about him? Isn't it possible he's been around here for a long time? Hidden, of course, and been behind all those holdups of the stage? Well... Oh, he don't seem Never to... mind what he seems to be, Sheriff. A gold watch was stolen from Miss Gerald. A watch which she can easily identify. Now, Rusty has a safety deposit box at my bank. If that watch were to be found in his box... You got any real reason? Sheriff, I demand you take this Rusty into custody and bring him down to the bank. When we find the watch in his safety deposit box... Well, I warrant he'll have a difficult time trying to prove he's not guilty. <laughs> Morning, Miss Gerald. Well, looks like you've got just about everybody here, Sheriff. Rusty, I want you to open up that safety deposit box of yours and show us what's inside. Why, sure, Sheriff. Why, what? It's plumb empty. What? Why, last night it Sheriff, then that money that was taken from me, me and that stagecoach hold up, there was a $20 gold. Piece. Nonsense. Double eagles all. Uh, but life. not like this one. It's a trick coin I've had a lot of fun with. A goldsmith in Santa Fe fixed it up for me. It's different from other double eagles because both sides are heads. Now, if we can find that. I'll let you search my safe deposit box. Isn't it only fair that Mr. Turner should do the same? What? I'll permit nothing of the sort. This is an outrage. Mr. Turner, I'll have to ask you to open it. Yeah? Get your hands up, all of you. He's all yours, Sheriff. I'll get you for this, buddy. I'll get you. Rusty, how'd you know it was him? I recognized Carl Deaver, the leader of the holdout men, by his voice. And I persuaded him to tell me then. I had a notion Turner tried to frame me, so I slipped into the bank last night. By the way, Mr. Turner, uh, your back door could be unlocked with a hairpin. I opened my box, and in it I found this. 
probably have to be used as evidence, Miss Gerald. But you'll get it back. Oh, Rusty. I'm so sorry. I, I don't know how I'll ever thank you. Forget it, Miss. You know, a spell back, Rusty, you asked me for a job. And, well, I told you I had another fellow for it. Cherokee Red Simmons. He never showed up. The job's yours if you want it. <laughs> Thanks, Sheriff. But I guess I'll be drifting along. Winter's coming on, and it'll be nice and warm down there in El Paso. Would you let me... I mean, would you mind if I wrote you? I'd be mighty proud to hear from you, ma'am. General delivery, El Paso. But how shall I address the letter? Just rusty? No, ma'am. I'm sure I'll get it if you address it to Cherokee Red Simmons. Thank you, Johnny Mac Brown. It was a real privilege having you as our guest today. Our guest star will return in a few moments, ladies and gentlemen. Appearing with Johnny Mac Brown today were Joe Forte, Eddie Fields, Helen Gerald, Al Slowey, Jimmy Dean, and Foy Willing. Friendship meant a great deal in the early Western days, just as it does now. Before the law came to the western frontier, rustlers and other desperados preyed on the vast cattle herds that grazed in the open rangeland. A man had to depend on his six-gun and his true friends in order to survive. Nowadays, friendship means the same thing as it did in those far-off, rugged times. It means someone who will help, someone on whom you can always depend. The bakers of Weber's Bread are friends of the housewife, for they bake famous Weber's Bread, the bread that helps because it forms a substantial part of the daily food menu. The bread on which you can depend because its fine quality is consistent. Next time you go shopping, buy a loaf of Weber's Bread and try it. Your entire family will enjoy its firm, even texture, its golden brown crust, and its distinctive flavor. Remember, it's Weber's Bread in the Blue Gingham Wrapper. Now, here's Foy Willing, returning with today's special guest of your all-star Western theater, Johnny Mac Brown. Johnny, we just want to tell you that we've been looking forward to your first appearance on our theater for a long, long time. And that goes for me, too, Foy. But the folks out at Monogram have been carrying me at a mighty fast clip for the past few months. Well, Monogram Pictures ain't no foolish studio. They got to supply your films to one of America's great Western picture audiences, the fans of Johnny Mac Brown. That's mighty nice of you to say that, and I just hope those fans think as much of me as I do of them. Well, we know they do, Johnny. And again, thanks for coming to see us, and we'll look forward to another visit real soon. That's for me, boy, and so long, folks. Now, from their latest all-color Republic picture along the Oregon Trail, the writers of the Purple Sage sing for you another of those fine, foy-willing Western arrangements. Oregon. And Oregon! 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 I'm on my way, I'm heading west, I'll never stop to rest. I'll make Oregon my home. 
mountain streams keep a tumbling that on the morning dew. I'm on my way, I'm heading west, I'll never stop to rest till as Oregon and you. The rolling hills of Oregon, the fields of golden rain. The plains I love to dwell upon, the sunshine and the rain. Oregon, once I'm there, I'll never roam. I'm on my way, I'm heading west, I'll never stop to rest. I'll make Oregon my home. The rolling hills of Oregon. The fields of golden grain, the plains I love to dwell upon, the sunshine and the rain. Oregon, once I'm there, I'll never roam. I'm on my way, I'm heading west, I'll never stop to rest. I'll make Oregon your all-star Western Theater, a VN Bear production starring America's great Western singers, speaking. Next week, another great star in a story of the West. This program came to you from the studios of KNX Columbia Square.